I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Illinois, one time out left. The sumo clears out. Davison and Ayo up top buries the three. Ayo DeSumo initially last possession gets to the rim and now steps back as Brad Davison on skates. This is BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Welcome back. Yes, it is BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook right here on the BetQL Network. Joe Giglio, Joe Ostrowski. We're going to bring on our guest here, Brad Evans, Sirius XM. I know we're going to talk football with him, but we come out here with a, an Illinois basketball highlight, which I haven't thought about this much Illinois basketball since I started doing the show with you guys since what, since Deron Williams was there in, in 2004? Brad, how you doing today, man? Hola, amigos. I am splendid. How do you find Jets doing? Yeah, I mean, you've got to uh, bring Brad Evans on and talk about his second-round draft pick the day after the Hall of Fame game. I, I assume, Brad, that, that you grew up a big Bulls fan in the area. So uh, how would you feel when you saw your guy Io go there? Yeah, actually, full disclosure, uh, you know, I spent some time at San Antonio as a kid, so I was a big Spurs guy. Uh, major David Robinson uh, backer in early days, uh, pre-tatted days of Dennis Rodman, um, you know, early in his uh, career there with the San Antonio Spurs, but yeah, I admire the Bulls. How could you not? Uh, with the dynasty and and of course uh, everything that was documented in the Last Dance that everybody saw last summer, but a you know, great landing spot for Io. You know, I, I thought it was criminal that he slipped that far at number thirty-eight overall. You know, most uh, you know prognosticators and people I had talked to behind the scenes believed it was go going to go in the twenty to thirty range in round one. So I hope the Bulls got a seal of a deal. That we'll see how much Io plays based on the mammoth pile of cash that Chicago has spent here bolstering <laughs> its roster but uh, the Sumu obviously a guy you know it's got the lengthy athleticism uh one of the best closers in college basketball if not the best closer in college basketball last year improved on his three-point shot uh shot 39 percent from distance last season can distribute and facilitate the basketball handles it you know fairly well uh, you'll have to clean that area of his game up but uh, yeah look it's a tremendous place for him to be right there in his old stomping grounds and representing the city of Chicago. So I'm really proud of Io DeSumo and thrilled for where the Bulls are going right now, ascending with a flaming arrow north, and hopefully you're going to win, you know, more than 500 this year. Yeah, they should be better. They should definitely be a playoff team in the Eastern Conference. Brad, let's talk some NFL. Over-unders here uh, are some of our favorites for the upcoming season. I saw one you tweeted about. It, it's relevant because Joe and I were just discussing Kirk Cousins, some of his comments yesterday. Plexiglass, Plexiglass Kirk. 
uh, 28 and a half on the uh, touchdown prop. Where would you lean right now? Uh, just, you know, overall Vikings roster production, but also the idea that Kirk Cousins is putting himself in some jeopardy here in which he can miss time this season. Yeah, exactly. And people are saying, why are we talking about this on a sports betting show? What, what does vaccination or unvaccinations uh, unvaccination have to do with anything? It has everything to do with the potential of him missing a couple of games, folks. You know, he is putting himself at an enhanced risk uh, with the new variants that are milling about with Lambda and Delta Plus, uh, more contagious than what we saw uh, in the ecosystem, you know, a year ago at this time. So, you know, Cousins, uh, the odds uh, are increasing that he could be out at some point this year, not saying it's a guarantee. And of course, yes, even if you're vaccinated, you can contract COVID-19, but as the NFL protocols are, you have two consecutive negative tests, you could be back on the field immediately. So it could be a couple of days that you're out of action instead of the mandatory 10 days, and that's if you're asymptomatic. So for Cousins, it's a good number of 28 and a half passing touchdowns. A lot of the prognosticators out there uh, all over that specific number. Uh, many of them have it 27, 28, 29, or 30. So in that range, a lot of continuity on offense with Clint Kubiak now taking over for his dad as the offensive coordinator. And, of course, you got Justin Jefferson there, Adam Thielen, who led all NFL wide receivers in end zone target share last season, and big Herb Smith, uh, who is going to really ascend this year. I think he is going to take a major step forward in his maturation. Love the overall his five touchdowns prop that I saw at DraftKings. But for me, on Cousins, it's a comfortable under bet. I think he's going to land around 26, 27, or 28 touchdowns this year. Again, knowing the factors of play that he couldn't miss time. Brad, let's uh, talk about some other quarterbacks across the league. Any specific season props or just guys you're buying or selling? Yeah, I mean, you look at right now Joe Burrow, and and I think everybody's really cool on Burrow based on Paul Denner, uh, the Athletics' recent reporting that was making in the rounds on social media saying he's looked flat, he's looked rusty, he's looked uh, very lethargic, not very Joe Burrow-like from what he saw this time last year. And, you know, maybe he's got a case of the ifs uh, due to the recovery from that gruesome knee injury. Uh, you know, the fact that he is back on the field and doing drills and, you know, trying to command this offense is a medical miracle, really, if you think about it, because uh, he was injured midseason last year in that game against Washington. But I still like the over on his passing touchdown prop that I've seen as low as 24 and a half at points bet USA. And, you know, the reason why I'm so bullish is the fact that he's got his own version of the triplets with Jamar Chase out of the mix, uh, who, even though he opted out last year, two years ago at LSU, he led all FBS wide receivers and missed tackles scores after the catch. So a guy that's very physical in the open field, got depth hands, uh, can run at every route in the tree, and he paired with T. Higgins, who by all accounts has looked spectacular in training camp so far. And the always reliable slot man in Tyler Boyd. And, you know, that's quite the triumvirate. Uh, got to accumulate a ton of catches and yards there. And, two, I think Cincinnati is going to be scoreboard chasing. I mean, they're over under total on team wins, uh, anywhere between four and a half, five and a half that I've seen on the board. Uh, you know, some books are a little bit higher at six and a half. But I think this defense has, uh, you know, miles to go to gain uh, respectability. And as a result, I think Burrow's going to be locked in at probably 625 pass attempts. So, He's got time to get back to where he was even last year. And I think once he gets over that psychological hurdle, uh, I think it's going to be all systems go with the weapons around him. So I like Burrow quite a bit on the over on his passing TD prop. 
Brad, one prop I wanted to ask you about, because I know you, you posted about it the other day, um, and it was from a fantasy perspective you were talking about, but Jalen Hurts, a couple of props of his I, I think are interesting in Philadelphia. One of them, 574 and a half rushing yards. He ran for over 60 yards per game in his three full, you know, full games he played last year for the Eagles. I know there's a lot of smoke around Deshaun Watson. Do the Eagles really believe in Jalen Hurts? My, my guess is he's going to be their quarterback this year and he's going to play uh, as long as he's healthy. He's going to be the quarterback this season. I, I love the over there. I think he's going to run for over 600 yards this season. Your thought on Jalen Hurts, uh, the rushing prop and, and just his game in general. Yeah, look, I, I completely agree with your viewpoint there. Um, you know, Jalen Hurts is a guy that squats elephants. I mean, he squatted like 600-some-odd <laughs> pounds uh, at Oklahoma. You guys saw the video that was making around on social media. I mean, the dude is a unit. Uh, he is well-built. And, you know, what we know that Nick Sirianni wants to do within this offensive team is going to be RPO featured uh, because that's the strength of Jalen Hurts. And I know a lot of people in Philadelphia are continuously point to the inconsistencies and accuracy with Hurts, and it's understandable. He was QB 42 to just completion percentage last year. That was dead last among qualified quarterbacks tracked by pro football focus. Uh, but you bring in Devontae Smith, and obviously he's on the shelf right now dealing with the MCL injury, but should be back in time for the regular season. The Slim Reaper uh, is off. He got a pass to a massive target share. Uh, Jalen Rager is a bit of a wild card. He failed his conditioning test. We'll see if he can round into shape and form, operating primarily out of slot. He got Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz still there, a couple of reliable tight ends. Uh, Boston Scott, I think, is going to be heavily featured as a receiver out of the backfield, stealing away that opportunity share from Miles Sanders. is going to be more of a ground and pounder on early down work. So, you know, you look at Ertz, uh, I think he is you know, going to go out there and do his thing, which is, uh, you know, not a ton of aerial attempts per game, but, you know, he could average maybe 10 rush attempts per contest this season. I think anything below 600 is a rock-solid value, and all of these whispers and rumors surrounding Deshaun Watson that some people cannot really substantiate right now, uh, you know, I think it's just bluster. Uh, I, I don't think anybody's going to trade for a guy with all the baggage attached to him, and I think this is going to be Jalen Hurts' show, and look, if if the Eagles were to pull the trigger and add Deshaun Watson, which I think would be a silly move for them to give up so much draft capital based on what Houston want, wants to command, you know, he is going to be subject to, to suspension from Roger Goodell and the NFL for violating the personal conduct policy. So we may not even see the field uh, at all this year due to that likely violation. So, you know, I think Jalen Hurts, all systems go, man. I'm on the bandwagon. Oh, gentlemen, uh, let's crank the Mellon camp to 12. Because it's going to hurt so good this year in Philadelphia. <laughs> uh, with Brad Evans, Sirius XM at Noisy Huevos on Twitter. This is BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gilio with you. All right, so we've got a few situations where uh, teams took rookies very, very high, top 15, but we're not quite sure when they're going to start playing. Chicago with Fields, Lance with San Francisco, and, of course, over in New England. So with the season props and even some of your fantasy drafting, how are you, how are you handling those offenses? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, I tell you what, Dre Lance and Justin Fields are two of the best later round lottery tickets that you possibly acquire in fantasy football drafts, um, you know, because of the scoring duality, right? You know, Fields, uh, Matt Nagy, it would be great if he pulled his head from posterior and just listened to the fans for once and inserted Fields into the starting lineup. It's not like he played at the Sisters of the Motherless Poor. He played at the Ohio State and played extraordinarily well. And don't give me this mamby-pamby nonsense BS about, oh, his recent progressions, Evan, they're not so great. Watch the tape. I mean, the guy's impressive everywhere. His recent progressions are just fine. And much like a Jalen Hurts, uh, he is a guy that will make plays, not only with the R, but also with the legs, and his accuracy more pinpoint than the aforementioned Hurts. So, you know, I, I think he's a guy that just brings an entirely different element to this Bears offense. And, you know, I, I think things are going to go south for Chicago uh, early on. It, why it's Andy Dalton uh, opening week action under the primetime lights against the L.A. Rams vaunted defense. Uh, that is a recipe for disaster, gentlemen, because we know what Andy Dalton does well, and that is wilting when it is a primetime game. So I would suspect uh, the screams will only grow louder in the Windy City to get Justin Fields into the starting lineup after what will likely be a disastrous performance by Dalton uh, in week one. But, you know, he's got the revenge game in week two against Cincinnati. <laughs> so it's setting the stage. It's setting the stage, I think, for Fields to get his first case of starting action, probably week four against Detroit. Uh, the Hello Kitties are an embarrassment. Um, you know, I think Dan Campbell, he's, he's going to need 10 gallons of coffee to keep himself awake uh, trying to oversee this franchise this year on the field. So for me, uh, I think Fields, you know, will be in a starting lineup by that time. And if he does, sky's the limit for him. And get all the Darnell Mooney shares that you possibly get your grubby little mitts on because he is going to explode with a more accurate howitzer-armed quarterback than the noodle-armed guys that uh, were tossing a wounded ducks last year. And in terms of Trey Lance, you know, I, the drumbeat continues to grow louder and louder and louder. It's like, you know, Phil Collins in the air tonight. You know, we're all waiting for that drum to kick in at the end and just start, you know, fist pumping. And I, I think, you know, we're going to be fist pumping maybe earlier than we all expected. There is an outside shot here, guys. Based on what we're hearing, because every day I pull up my, my geek machine and fire up Twitter, and I'm seeing more and more sterling reports from San Francisco training camp about Trey Lance dropping dimes and just has great command of this offense. He's far and away better than Jimmy Garoppolo, and it's sooner rather than later for him, and it could come as soon as week one uh, in San Francisco's matchup. Oh, how about this? How convenient in Detroit. Brad Evans, Sirius XM, joining us here. We talk some NFL futures, player props, everything about this season. Um, Brad, the Cowboys, uh, I think their wide receiving core is one of, if not the best in the NFL. I believe CeeDee Lamb is the one that's going to emerge this year. Amari Cooper coming off a of surgery. Gallup, good player. We'll see how much he produces. But how much are you worrying when you look at Cowboys over-unders for receiving yards, for props for their receivers, about the Dak Prescott shoulder issue right now. Troy Aikman talking about on the broadcast last night. Seems like it might be more than nothing. Uh, any concern with the Cowboys and uh, some futures on them based on Dak? 
Yeah, yeah, the the Cowboys consulting with the Texas Rangers, calling it a baseball injury, according to Jay Glazer on the broadcast last night. But there's still time. Uh, I, I'm not overly concerned at this juncture. Um, you know, maybe he's going to be a little bit slow out of the gates, maybe more of an increased reliance on Zeke Elliott, a slim and trim Zeke Elliott, uh, to begin the year. But, look, I, I'm still over. Uh, I'm extraordinarily bullish on CeeDee Lamb. That's another player that just continues to make spectacular play after spectacular play uh, based on what I've seen, you know, videos, uh, you know, circulating around the social media universe and training camp. Uh, he's been largely unstoppable and his pops right now are way too low. Uh, you know, 10, 50 and a half for receiving yards, give it the over. Uh, receptions at 80 and a half at DraftKings at minus 120 on the over. Oh yeah. Uh, break out the Peter Gabriel sledgehammer, <laughs> give it the over. Um, I am under, though, on Amari Cooper. Um, you know, Dr. David Chow had an interesting column that I saw earlier this week speaking about, you know, the cleanup procedure that Cooper had. And he said, normally this is a, a you know, a six-week recovery. And here we are months after the procedure, and he's still not full go. And, you know, Dr. Chow was like, this is puzzling to me, to say the least. I'm fading him. I saw at FanDuel his receiving yards props it's at 1,200.5. Way too high. Uh, it's not juice to the under either. It's a minus one twelve. I think that's a great value. Again, knowing you know some of the minor concerns here with Dak Prescott, and of course too with Amari Cooper yet to get off the pup list and on the practice field full time, and the ascension too of CD Lamb. So I think that's uh, one of the strongest bets on the board right now. Is that under an Amari Cooper one thousand two hundred point five receiving yards? Brad Evans, Sirius XM. We appreciate you hopping on. Let's do it again soon. Great stuff there. And you know what we got to do on the other side. We got to look ahead here. We're a couple weeks away from college football season openers. Our first read on some of the lines that is coming up. This is BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, as always, on the BetQL Network. <laughs>